Hey, 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 one love. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First of all, Happy New Year. This is a brand new year. And I want to say welcome to the second season of Wonderful Wednesdays. I hope that you all had a very safe and enjoyable new year. I hope that your holidays were enjoyable and peaceful and loving. I hope everyone got everything that they hoped for. Um, Now, real quick, before I get into the topic of the segment, just now when I said I hope everyone got what they hoped for, I just had a thought. Um, So... Often, so, so, so often, when we look forward to our gifts or our expectations, whatever it is that we put on the holiday that we either expect to get or want to have, when we think about the things that we want, how often are any of those things some type of character adjustment or betterment? How often is that? When we get the things we want or when we like, because if it's something that you want, I mean, it's something that you're looking forward to having. It's something that you're planning on. It's something that you've seen. It's something that you want to have. I mean, you don't have it yet. So in the process, how often are we expecting or hoping to get better with something on a character basis? Like, do we ever think about how much we lie? And do we ever think about the times that when we lied unnecessarily, like that did not have to lie that time. That was a stupid lie. Do we ever think of that? Do we ever think, you know, this year, I want to be more loyal. The people that's been in my corner through thick and thin, I want to be there for them. Like, do we ever think about that? This year, I'm going to pay people back when I borrow from them. Whether it's clothes, money, whatever. Do we? And if we don't, let's begin the year with that. So Christmas, our favorite holiday for most people, when we're expecting to get our gifts and everything. How about we set our Christmas list now? How about at the beginning of the year, we think about the goal that we want to have at the end of the year. And we're the only ones that can give it to ourselves. You ever thought of that? But all the Christmas given, and we want this, we want that, these perishable things that will not last. How about at the beginning of the year, we set ourselves up to be successful for what we want at the end of the year, as far as a better character, as far as, again, being more honest, truthful, dependable, reliable, faithful, trustworthy. We got it in us. It's not that we don't. It's in there. It's just, I don't think that we have enough in society that's trying to bring it out. So that is my request. What do you think about it? Send me a message. I'm always asking, asking for messages. And to be honest, I didn't check today to see if I had any before I start recording, (laughs) which I hadn't had any so far. So but in, in the event that there is some, they will be added. So, um, let's, come on, leave me some messages, people. Let's talk about this. Is it some? do you think that's something that, that you would mind doing? I mean, what do you have to lose? It's not, it doesn't cost anything. You don't have to worry about beating the person to the door. You know, you don't have to worry about it not being in stock. You wanting to do something else with your money. It only, it always, all it's going to take is a little bit of time and you can do it. And it's okay. If you, you know, say, say for instance, if you are a habitual liar and if by December you found that you have lied two times less than you normally would, that's great. That's the start. The following year, maybe you can go for four. It's okay. No, It doesn't matter what standards you set. It doesn't matter where you put the bar, but please put it somewhere. 
we can do it. We can be better. We do not have to remain the same creatures that this world has made us out to be and that we have taken on as ourselves. That's not who we are. I don't believe that's who we are. So I am always going to encourage you and suggest that you do just a little bit better. I'm striving to do just a little bit better each day. I know I'm not perfect, far from perfect. In fact, I <laughs> I used to beat myself up terribly for not being perfect, basically. I didn't realize it at the time, that's what I was doing, but when the Lord really showed it to me, that's exactly what I was doing. Any mistake I made, it was unacceptable. No excuses allowed, no matter what. It's like, I don't care that you're tired. You should have did this, so you should have did that. I don't care. I don't care that your body's hurting. You should have did it. No excuses. And I and I thank God for bringing that to my attention because I could stop beating myself up. I still, you know, I felt like I was using that negative energy just as a propeller to push me to never make the mistake again. But I'm human. I'm not perfect. And neither are you. You're not perfect. So it's okay. You know, and there is no race. There is no... There's no comparing your life, your situation, your thoughts, your needs, or your deeds to anybody else. It's just you and your creator, and that's all that matters. But only you and him can determine how far you grow and what you become, what you're going to be. It's up to you. He, you know, the scriptures say, knocking the doors be open, seeking you will find. You know, you have not because you ask not. Those are the only things you need to be better, to do better, to have better. And once you change inside, trust me, your outside changes dramatically. Speaking from experience, it changes dramatically. Beautiful, wonderful changes. They don't all come easy. They don't all feel good, but they come. And once you've gotten it and applied that lesson, you reap the reward, the benefits. What you sow after that is, I mean, what you sow in the process, that lesson, when you when you reap it, you, you'll see it'll be worth it. So I just wanted to say that before I get into this segment because it, you know, kind of dropped on my mind. I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> Oh my goodness, y'all. I am so excited. I love the new year. So in the new year, to me, it just feels like just a fresh start. And I think about the goals that I want to accomplish for the upcoming year. Um, I think about now those goals are financial goals. They are business goals spiritual goals, parenting goals, personal goals. In every area, I want improvement. And I want to be better than I was the year before. And in every area, like this year, I just felt like I'm, I'm so excited. I am so very excited. So my first day of work um, this year in 2021, on my way to work, I recorded a little video that I actually forgot to um excuse me excuse me excuse me about to get the air but either way i look back at it and i'm like oh so it'll be late but i will probably still post it <laughs> but um it's just because i was so excited and it's a great mile marker so sometimes we set these resolutions in the beginning of the year and sometimes every year i tell you i, I encourage people Whatever your resolution is, whatever it is that that you wanted to be, let it be your true position. You know, let it be something that you truly want. Please don't make your resolutions just because of something that someone else said or something that someone else wanted and look enticing to you or appealing or pleasing. Please make your own. You have a beautiful mind that you can control and only you can bring forth the outcome if you want it 
Chances are, if you don't want it for yourself, you will not do what it takes to get it. Very important piece of the puzzle there. No one can give you the things that only you can give yourself. And if you don't want them, then you won't have them. So please make your resolutions based on you. I only offer suggestions, um, different trains of thought, because I'm just really, I'm tired of everything being so materialistic and egotistical. It's like, it's just disheartening to me that we put our value on the clothes on our backs, the cars that we drive, the areas that we live in, the size of our homes. That's not who you are. It does not determine who you are. And just because you came from those neighborhoods, good or bad, that doesn't necessarily dictate what your life will be. But your character have a bigger part in that. Because believe it or not, a person will be more likely to desire to assist you or help you or, you know, we're not an island to ourselves. And with assistance, you can go farther than you can alone. People are more keen on helping someone who, regardless to what their background is, are mannerable, respectful, and treat people like they want to be treated. Just because you have or you came from having doesn't mean that you're going to get anywhere. I've seen it both ways. Now, personally, I grew up in Fifth Ward. I grew up in what they call the heart of the hood. I'm not a product of my environment. I grew up very poor. I'm not a product of that, though. It didn't determine what I wanted out of my life. And it's not that I... It is like I, I never thought that it it wasn't where I belonged. I just felt like I knew it was more than that. I never felt bad about it. I never felt any type of shame. And when people ask me where I was from, I'm proud of Petersburg. But it does not determine who I am as a person. And it doesn't have to determine who you are. Only you can do that again. So that is my encouragement for the new year. Please, can we be better this year than what we were last year? Can we do more for the youth this year than what we did last year? Whether it's just passing the message, whether it's giving them a different um, outlook, whether it's giving them a different opportunity, but our children are our future. And please stop withholding knowledge from them. Let's share what we learn. We don't have to know it all. We can learn and grow with our children. That is perfectly okay. I'm learning with my son right now. And I understand that more so now, especially now that he's a teenager. It's like, I don't know anything from here on out. It was easier when he was a baby because he could only follow the example that I that I led. I had to, you know, determine what the outcome would be so therefore I can plan for it. I have no idea what goes into building up a young man to be a big man because I've never been a man before. I've been a baby, yeah, I've been a kid, yeah. But this is where, you know, we go our separate ways when it comes down to gender. And, be, and, and I don't know how to turn him into what I want him to be. I don't know how to lead him into that. But it takes a lot of prayer. And it takes a lot of me and him learning together. And that is okay. That is perfectly okay. And I've noticed that when you are able to be upfront and open and honest with your child, let them know that, look, this is the goal. I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're going to learn together. It really opens up a door that you didn't even know was closed. It helps them to trust you, you to trust them, and that y'all can rely on each other in the process. That's a very deep bonding experience. And when you bond with your child, you're able to connect with them better. When you can connect with them better, you communicate with them better. When you communicate with them better, they can learn from you. There's no walls of defense that you two can't get around. And that's very important when it comes down to our youth. And it's important that we think about this because our youth are our future. Where are we going if we aren't raising, upbringing, and lifting up our children? We have to teach them knowledge in all areas. Spiritual, religious, financial, disciplinary, reaching goals. Like, 
what graduating, you know, going to school, you have, we have to teach them. We got to encourage them. We got to motivate them. We got to listen to them. What they encounter is a lot different from what we encounter, countered at their age. What we encountered when we were their age was a lot different than what our parents encountered at their age now. So it's always going to be that big generational gap, but it's okay. You can have a bond and relationship and an open communication with your child or children that would allow you to be able to break down those barriers. If you follow society, those walls will only get thicker. They teach the children to pretty much, your mama don't know this, your dad don't know this, this is new age stuff. And of course, that's exactly how we look to the older generation. And then to the older generation, the children just look disrespectful and you know unteachable. But that's not always the case. There are ways to get around it. And the thing is too, when we let society raise our children through, meaning when we let the social media raise them, when we let the television raise them, when we let music raise them, when we let other people raise them because we don't take time to communicate with them to see how their brains work, to see what they're thinking and what they want out of life so that we can better guide them. We let everybody else do it and we wonder why they can't connect to us and we wonder why we can't connect to them we wonder why there's nothing that we can do that or say to them they will receive but there's never been the door open when we let other people be the ones to teach them and it doesn't have to be your child it can be your niece your nephew your cousin it could be your uncle it could be your aunt it could be your neighbor or just a child that you know that need that guidance or assistance that doesn't have it but every time you see a younger person just know that that person is your future. Let's teach them respect so that they can respect us. And when I mean teach, I don't mean demand, but I mean give so they can see you doing it. They can learn by your example and they can, once I've noticed that too. In order to raise a child, once they trust you, that says a lot. We don't, as parents, I haven't seen what we do a lot of trying to build their trust. We can do that when they see us doing what we're telling them to do. That do as I say, not as I do, that is some craziness that I don't necessarily agree with. It doesn't always apply. And it's not always the best thing. Just my opinion, but I'm saying, I haven't applied it and I've seen the results. I, I see that when my son see me doing what I'm telling him to do, it's, it's also another form of teaching. Some people are not auditory learners where they can understand and grasp and correctly apply the concept when you tell them. Some people are visual learners. They need to see it in order to get, oh, this is how I do it. Oh, okay, I see where I do that. I see the benefit of that. Some people are hands-on. They just got to try. That's all a part of parenting. All a part of parenting. And when you really, really think about it, you know I got to go into the spiritual side of things. Doesn't the creator do all of those for us? We see his love when we look at nature. We follow his example when we do the things that he's done. Like Just like talking about the Sabbath. He said he rested on the seventh day. And that is the next topic. This is just before I get into the Sabbath. I can't wait. It was so beautiful. All right. But I'm going to save that for the, for the, I'm going to save that for that segment. (laughs) Um, So when we follow his example, again, when we do what he's done, we reap the benefits and we see, you know, for those who are auditory learners. We can look at him and see his love and his compassion, his care when we look at nature, right? And then he allowed us to be hands-on by making us in his likeness and his image. When the scriptures say, ye are all gods, it's a lowercase g, but that's him allowing us to get our hands dirty. That's him allowing us to taste and try out and feel around just so that we can learn how to be what he created us to be. It's not like we are not what he told us. In every aspect he's shown us, he's done that. And I believe as parents, 
we should do the same. That's an if we want to have a good outcome. Now, the point um, of all of this is just to say that as we go into this new year, betterment, growth, development, those are my words for this whole year, 2021. We saw what last year was. And I don't care what nobody say. Last year was a beautiful year. I did, did you not notice how creative people got last year? Last year was amazing. If you did not come out of last year feeling more capable, strong, dependent and dependable. We could not have gotten through last year if we did not stick together. Come on now. We got this. Going into this year, it doesn't matter if it's better or worse than what last year was. Because if we can stick together, if we can grow together, we can do it all. Did you not see? Now again, I wasn't fond of the marches, no. But I love the fact that people came together for a common idea. I love that. I felt like, no, don't go out there and do it. Let's come together and talk. If we got the mindset that we all want to get together, let's do it organized and with intention so we can get some straightforward results. That was my position on the whole thing. But I cannot deny the fact that everybody came together for one common goal. I didn't like, you know, in the process of it, but at the end of the day, we came together and a lot of things did get changed. You know, some things, I say some things got changed, although I don't agree with all of that either. I'm not going to go into that, but the fact of the matter is that we did it. So why can't we do more in the middle of a pandemic? You ain't supposed to be together at all. And we came together. Come on, y'all. Don't that make you excited about this year? If we, <laughs> if we can do that. And then I even think about the pop-up events. Like I enjoy doing events. I like to see when people come together, that beautiful networking and support is a beautiful thing. And we still even did those. A lot of businesses did go down. Some of them came up, but at the end of the day, we was together. And I am proud of that. So before I end this segment, I would like to mention this song that I just listened to. I, I got the, um, it was sent to me and it was, it's called Keep Your Head Up. I'm trying to go back to it. Um, I watched it on YouTube. The link was sent to me on YouTube. I'm going to put it on the, on the Facebook page. I really like the message in this song. Um, he was saying that don't worry about what people say about you. He said, keep your head up. Like, don't worry about what your life is, what, what your life, um, what's happening in your life, you know, ups and downs. Keep your head up. And it's also saying, you know, to make good decisions. It's, a, it's the song itself and the video is, is nice. It's called, um, yeah, keep your head up. One belief will buy one belief. So I will share it on um, the page if you're interested in it, or if you can look it up. He, 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 a, he a black king. So let's support our brother. Again, I like his message. I even like his name. You know, this is One Love right here, the One Love podcast. And his name is, I can't pronounce all of it, but it got one in every single, even on his Facebook page. So I'm like, hey, we already got something common. <laughs> but um, again, it's a positive message. So as we go into this year, again, let's, let's be positive. Let's be about our business. Let's be about growth and development. Because again, if last year didn't teach you anything, I don't really know what to say to you because I feel like I learned a lot. And again, one of the many things that I feel that I've learned is that 
we have no more excuses. A lot of people used to always tell me, well, I don't know why you try so hard. Black people ain't going to do this. You can't change people. And which I don't believe in changing people. It's not about that. But I do believe in help. You can't save everybody though, people tell me. But I feel like uh, that can't be the excuse anymore because look at what we got through. Look at what we did. Oh, yeah. We can do it. I think last year was a great year. And I think this year is going to be even better. I feel so good about this year. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Not just for me, but for everybody. For society as a whole, I'm optimistic. I don't care what happens in the process. Because I believe that by the end of this year, we're going to see even more changes. And if we don't see them in full, we're going to begin to see them. I I just, I believe it. I believe it. I don't know exactly how it's going to be. And I don't care to know exactly how it's going to be because I know that it's going to be. (laughs) That's all that matters. So if you are as encouraged as I am, let me, let me hear a round of applause. If you are as looking forward to this year as I am, if you have goals that you are proud to mention and proud to talk about as I am, if you're any of those things, send me a message. Get at me on the One Love Facebook page. Get at me on, on, on any of my Facebook pages. Let's talk about it. I want to let's have you on a black business boost. Let's do more interviews this year. Let's be more positive. Let's spread this positive message. Let's do all we can to uplift and teach and educate our youth so that we can watch them do better because they, again, are our future. If there's any areas in your life, don't be afraid to ask your children for help. And, you know, that's another thing. When you think about your babies, remember, if you have older children, when they were younger, all they really wanted was to see you proud of them. It made them happy when you was proud of them. When you was when they did something, you told them, good job, or you can applaud them. They still get that same feeling when they get older. And they can assist you. Because first of all, you've come to them and you trust them. I let my son teach me. Sometimes he'd be a little jerk about it. And I can't blame him because he get it from his mama. <laughs> we laugh about it. You know, it is what it is. But... Let let your let your let your kids, you know, let them teach you something. If you're not good with technology, you know everything is technical technical nowadays. Let them help you with something. Let them help with your phone or with your email. Let them show you what Facebook is. Let them, you know, don't I'm not saying force your way in because those walls are something. And I've learned that with my little man. Like he's much more independent. He's more to himself now. He know that I'm still looking and I'm still paying attention because I'm I'm always going to be, I don't trust anything with this technical stuff and I'll leave him alone with it. But I'll give him his space. Let him know that I trust him. And in return, he's, I'm proud of him. He's even lately gone back to a lot of his earlier lessons. Like I used to, I was real big on manners i wish I, I still am but as he got older i'm like okay i know i'm i like to hear yes ma'am no ma'am um it's not something that he hear a lot so it was kind of like you know like i had to i i don't believe in treating your children like they light switches on and off on and off and i noticed even today when i tell people yes ma'am or no ma'am or yes sir no sir no, don't ma'am me don't sir me i'm like it's just a matter of respect so i kind of had to back off from him you know, just a little bit, but I've no, like I said, I've trust. I let him know that I, I know that he's learning. It might not be in the way that I would want, but that I respect him enough. And he has shown that respect so much. Like I said, even back to, he like, you know, I, I, I think he thinks like, I know my mama like that. I, I know she want to hear it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so as we prepare, as we have walked into this year, Let's be positive and let's be encouraged. Don't be scared, y'all. We got it. We got each other's back. Thank you all for joining me again. And I will see you in the next segment.
Hey, hey, one love. Thank you for sticking in, hanging in there with me. Thank you for joining me on the next segment of the One Love podcast called Wonderful Wednesdays. Now, I have to talk about, I have to mention, oh my goodness, I got to talk about the Sabbath. So you know how um, the last episode and I think the one before that, I was talking about some of the things that I had learned about the Sabbath and why it's important, why, you know, we are supposed to celebrate it. And I was, you know, just thinking about how we are so eager to celebrate everything else, but not the one day that God told us to set aside and honor and reverence of him and how this is the thing. So I'm doing more reading and everything about it, trying to get a better understanding. And I thank God for the understanding that he has given me. So the Sabbath, for those who don't know, is important. It is the seventh day of the week and it actually starts sundown, which the day before, because, you know, we kind of throw everything off and everything in this world is but backwards compared to what it should be. Um, so on the Sabbath, the scripture talk of the scripture says that God created the world in six days and on the seventh day he rested. And that on that day we are to rest as well. We are to eat, drink, be merry, praise him, honor him, worship him. That one day that we should set aside. And it's not just us, because as I studied, as I read in Apocrypha, it talks about how the angels. You know, this is something that the this this is something that 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 is honored in heaven. And there aren't only angels in heaven or there are different types of angels, I guess how you want to say it. They have different kind of names and I don't want to say I'm wrong. But the point is, it's not just a decree for here because the creator of all issued this for all of his creatures. Then the thing that he seemed to have done differently with humans, and I say seem as in I don't know, but from what I read and from my level of understanding, it seems that not everyone is required to honor the Sabbath. But it does say that his chosen people, his set apart people are to honor the Sabbath. They don't have a choice. Also from my readings, I believe that that chosen set apart people are us. That's what I believe. And I get that from many different stories of what occurred to those people in comparison to what have happened to us, as well as the curses and blessings that were spoken on this people, those people based on you know what they did according to what they did, according to how they would serve the Lord and when they stepped away from him, the cursings and the blessings of each are exactly what happened with us. So it is my strong belief that that's us. So I set aside the Sabbath and I will all this year. That's one of my major goals. I'm going to learn as much as I can about it. And I'm going to learn how to observe it as he would have me to. And so far, so far, all I can say is, wow. I mean, again, you know, I got to do better as I, as I carry on. I see some of the mistakes that I made this time that I will work to do better the next time around. Um, like one in which I was not thinking, I guess. I don't know how I managed to do it, but. Oh, excuse me. This time I'm going to make sure that I prepare my meal. I had to go and get food because I I didn't. I don't think about the fact that I wasn't going to cook. I was just like, hey, yeah, the sun. I'm like, dang, we got to eat. So I had to go and get the food. I'm not doing that this time. I don't plan on doing that this time. So I want to have everything set out and in order and planned out so that the Sabbath this week, I can just do what I'm supposed to do, which is I'm going to study. I'm going to 
praise and worship. I had a great time praising. I made a great time. I even recorded some of it. That's how much fun I was having. <laughs> and when I tell you I had a beautiful time, it was amazing. And I noticed that one of the many benefits about observing the Sabbath, having that day to look forward to, it allows you to have peace and joy. No matter what your week looked like, when you have that day to look forward to, that day is not just a day off. It's not like, okay, well, yeah, I get a day to do nothing. It's just like looking, like when you look forward to Christmas, when you look forward to something and you know that this is a special day, it's rejuvenating. It's calming. And it's so peaceful. And it helps you to have a balance in your life. Another one of the beautiful, beautiful benefits that I've seen with my own eyes that I've experienced is that once I set that day aside, I mean, the, the request, the clientele came flooding in. So it's not like you're really going to miss money because the scriptures say that he will bless those who honor his day. And I can't say that that's not true because I've seen it. And I know that it's not, I don't believe it's going to be like that every single week. I just don't believe that. But that's not going to stop me. I will set aside the Sabbath every week. I encourage you to try it out. Read more about it. Find out more about it. But listen, who couldn't use the benefit of having something beautiful and motivating to look forward to as well as something that is calming, revitalizing, uplifting, that brings about unity in your family. And just, it's a day of just enjoying yourself and those around you. Another thing that I saw when I celebrated the Sabbath was like, I had a chance like the whole day as I worshiped and praised and thought about how blessed I felt, how good I felt. Just the experience of that day is, man, like words really can't describe it. And so I couldn't help but reflect on all of the many things that God has done in my life. Like you get that whole day to think about it and you start noticing even the blessings that you may have overlooked or the things that you didn't appreciate at that time that's okay too because i've had some lessons that i didn't like they didn't feel good at all i couldn't stand them but in hindsight i'm like man you know what father thank you for that if it was not for that experience i would not have never understood this and if i without without understanding i wouldn't do better with it so when you can sit back and you just honor him and thank him, he brings about such a state of clarity that that gives you peace. I mean, beyond understanding, that's one of the things. And then as you go into your week, even if you are expecting it or you can foresee that it's going to be a bad week, you also know that you have that Sabbath coming right up. You can't go down, but so far when there's God to lift you up and he will lift you up, especially when you're doing what he tells you to do. He's not going to leave you just in the mud. Like the song say, um, he, he, he won't fail that. No, that's not what superheroes do. That song, I don't want to love nobody but you. That's my song. I didn't really listen to that much when it first came out, but I've been listening to it now. And I'm like, yeah, that and that one by Mary Mary. Um, oh, shucks. Oh, God in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was one more by Kirk Franklin. No, no, that was it. Love nobody save the day. Is that the same song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same song. Yep. So, if you are interested in the Sabbath, leave me a message. Let's talk about it. If you got any questions, if you got a different opinion, if you got some extra knowledge, can you leave me a message? 
either on this link for the Anchor podcast. I mean, for the Anchor um website. Get at me on the One Love Facebook page. Get at me on Messenger. Um, now, if you get at me on Messenger, you have please start it out like you know, just put first thing you know, One Love response or Wonderful Wednesday response because I do not read my messages unless they are from somebody I know or unless it's in response to something. And I wouldn't know that if it's, you know, in response to anything that I put out there unless you actually say that in the beginning because I'm not going to open it because a lot of people say a whole lot of crazy things and I'm not going to give into it. I'm not going to respond. I just don't even open it. So if you do that, please, you got that option. Just, yeah, I don't know. Just, you know, if the, if the first words are one love response, wonderful Wednesdays response, something like that, hey, I will definitely open it. Please be talking about something that, please don't be, please don't send me anything off the wall. If you do, which I mean, probably will happen. I will just block you, simple as that, because I don't have time to be playing no games. And I don't got time to be arguing with people. I like a good debate now. Don't get me wrong, but that's not a debate. That is. I don't want to see your private part. I don't want to hear about nothing that you want to do to me. I don't want to hear about none of that. So please, let's not go there. Now, um, back to the important topic, the Sabbath. Were you raised, you know, with... Because I wasn't. And I know that... You know, some people know a lot more about it than I do because I'm just not really getting into, you know, going to going into depth about the Sabbath. But if you know more, please share with your sister. Help a sister grow. Come on, y'all. Come on. That's what we're here for, right? If you know anything else that can be helpful or useful or different point of view, different perspective, your opinion will be great. I like to talk to people. I love to hear people's opinions. So get at me. Now, again, like I, when I tell you, I had to write about it. <laughs> I did a praise report on it. It was so amazing. And I am so looking forward to this Saturday. Now I got some things that it was so interesting. I got some new creative ideas and I plan on getting to the point where we can celebrate the Sabbath together at pretty soon. I'm going to have... Uh, I haven't, I haven't set out exact time yet, but I'm thinking maybe just a two hour span where I would either do a webinar or go live so that, you know, we can experience the Sabbath together. I'm definitely going to do that. And I want you all actually, now that'll be later on down the road because first I want to have some people interact with me on the Sabbath. So my closest friends, actually, I don't want to, I I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to speak on too much because I haven't been led to say too much, but I just have quite a few ideas that are swimming around. But I do know that I am not giving up on the Sabbath. And the thing is, I'm encouraging everyone to at least just try it. What can you, what can you lose? You can't go wrong by trying to do what the Lord told you to do. I'm not asking you to try to go against them. Even if nothing else. You'll have a day of peace or rest. You know, just, just go on here, give it a, give it a try. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, my mom and I were talking the other day and she was saying, she was saying that she remember or she played back in her mind some of the things that her parents told her and that her mom my grandma told her that whenever she needed to hear from her just close her eyes and to think about something she said and she'd come back and i thought that was very 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 interesting too and it was more actually confirmation because i strongly believe that again, when you're talking to the youth, talking to pretty much anybody, don't withhold that information. 
one of my other friends and I were having a conversation and we were talking about how she was telling me that sometimes she used to get frustrated, which most people do. You give somebody advice and you feel like they're not taking it. You don't want to say nothing else to them. Don't stop giving that advice. Please don't. Because even if they don't take it at the time, seeds will be planted that the Lord will give the increase to. We got to still talk. We got to still express. I can't, I feel like I can't say that enough because I really want to see us get better. I have seen, have seen us get better. I see the changes that we're making and I'm so proud of them. I'm, I'm liking what I'm saying. I know that we're going to get better. So that's the comfort in, you know, saying like, oh, I see that we got a far ways to go, but we're getting there and we're going to get there. We're, there's no rush. The creator that we serve is not consumed with time. It is of no importance to him because he's eternal. So it doesn't matter when it happens. He's going to bring it about at his right time. Even if I don't see it, I know it's coming. And that comforts me. That makes me excited because I know that our people is getting better and they're going to be in a better state. Now, more importantly, his word said that that will happen anyway. He said the first will be last and last will be first and the head is going to be the tail at some point. It's definitely going to happen. You know what else is interesting? I just watched Avatar. That movie had been in my spirit for a good couple months now. I hadn't taken time to watch it, and I'm so glad that I did. When I watched it the first time, you know you see a movie first or a second time, and once you see it, the more you see it, the more you pick up on the things that you missed the first time, the second time, the third time around. And if you haven't seen it, go ahead and look at it. And if you haven't seen it recently, I suggest you look at it again. It's a lot about that movie that I think pretty much applies to today. And the, the thing that I did not pick up on at first was the fact that the people, and that's just what they were called, the people, the natives, or what the humans called them, the hostiles. Of course, they were called them that. They were big on energy. They were big on the fact that you treat life with life. And even when it came down to them hunting, they did it in a way that didn't cause pain to the animal. She hated when she had to kill something, like in a, in a, in a way that it would be painful or if it had to die unnecessarily. See, when they hunt, they only hunt it so that it could sustain the people. And it felt like, okay, your body, your energy will go with AWA. But your body's for the people. And that's still, you know, replenishing. And I think that is beautiful. And I think that if we could apply some of the principles, it's like, that, like we all, every living thing have energy. We all, we all do. And what if we worked with that energy instead of against it? What if we didn't disturb it? Wouldn't we have peace abundantly? Yeah, we would. Because you can't give what you don't have. And if you got peace within, then you have peace with others. And that's the problem. You can be honest, you can't give what you don't have. These people, they had peace internally. And another part I liked is when they were at the tree trying to save Grace. And everybody was in their own world. You know, they were trying to do their part to make the transition of Grace from one body to the next. And although her wounds were too great for her to survive, it still showed you this people working in unison. They all had their own connection to the tree or the ground, you know, whatever they were connected to. But they, in their own mind, it was in unison, though. And we normally don't have that. We can't have peace with others because we don't have peace within ourselves. And if we can get that peace, and that's like, and that's, I believe that, like for real, that's one of the one of the main things that I picked up on about the Sabbath. And that's another reason why I want us to get in tune with it, because the closer we get to God, the closer we are to who He created us to be. And there will be no more where they can tell us to do this, to like that, want this, and we go out and get it just because they said it and because they we're following along with what we believe that they're supposed to be saying. By then we can 
move by how we feel. When we move by what we know on the inside, you know, the, the part of you that can't see with physical eyes, but can see that more than what's available to the physical eyes, we can get around a whole lot of these obstacles and barriers and have truths, false truths that we believe to be true truths, but they're not. So I am optimistic about this year. I'm optimistic about your future as well as I'm optimistic about mine and my family's. I know that we're going to do better this year than what we did last year because that's what we're going to strive for. And I believe you will too. So, beautiful people, thank you for listening in. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate your presence. I am excited to have season two of the Wonderful Wednesdays podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, One Love Podcast, Wonderful Wednesdays. Um. I'm excited because we got a season two. We had to have a season one in order to have a season two. And although we only have 14 episodes because we came in at the end of the year, this year will be the first full year. This will, this will be our first full season. I am excited about that. So I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have many, many, many conversations. Oh, guess what? I even learned how to edit the podcast. I'm learning, y'all. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. So it's going to get better. I've, I've learned. I've I've been playing around with it. So it's only it only can get better from here. Thank you all very very much. Every time you tune in, it means the world to me. Every time you listen or every time you share, please share the podcast on your social media or spread the word. If you are fond of it, please share. And please connect with me. Let's communicate, y'all. We're not we're not in this by ourselves. It's, it's this is one love support, you know. We're in this together. I, I, I just see us locking arms and moving forward. When one stand up, the other stand up. When you lock arms, and then the same way, when one go down, the other one go down. We don't have to go down. We can uplift each other. Don't have to be the same exact way, but we can do it. I believe in you. As much as I believe in me and all together, if we believe in God, what can stop us? Got to get it for ourselves first, though. <clears throat> I know he's done changes in my life. He had, and that was another thing I reflect on, the changes that he made in me. Oh, my goodness. Praise, praise, praise be to Allah. I can't thank him enough for that. But those changes came beautiful rewards. <clears throat> Some of them were extremely difficult but they were all worth it that being said great day beautiful people